0: Scab for the bosses Don't listen to their lies Us poor folks having got a chance Lest we organize Which Alrighty are you Phoebe, um, I have a very important question for you Okay um, So I gotta, I gotta paint the picture a little bit mm-hmm. So yeah. you are um, Born Let's say, let's just say April 1st, 2001. Okay. That's that's your birthday. Sure. Um, the movie Shrek is then released mm. April 22nd, 2001. A classic. A classic, right? A certified cinematic slapper. Slapper. One would say. Yeah. Um, and you, and maybe, maybe this isn't the best, because when you're a child, you can't really understand movies that much. So let's say you're born uh two years earlier 1999 right. in april sure all right i'm amending that part so you're born in april shrek comes out april 22nd 2001 mm-hmm. you watch shrek every single day of your life it's yeah. your favorite movie of
1: course because it's just uh, again a certified cinematic, cinematic slapper slipper,
0: yeah you watch that movie non-stop mm-hmm. uh a few months later 9 11 happens <laughs> <laughs> A few months later, 9 11 happens. Yeah, 9 11. Would you feasibly, as a child, believe that Shrek led to 9 11?
1: Oh, no. Yeah, those two incidents are heavily connected.
0: Forever linked in your mind. Yeah. Right? I mean, if not in real life, really. I mean, yeah. we could definitely draw some conspiracies here. Oh, yes. Like, uh, but yeah. And also,
1: was the plot of Shrek not the. Were they not basically trying to tell us Bush did 9-11? I'm,
0: I saw it every around every corner in yeah. the movie. <laughs> oh, no, an alarm.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's all right. Happening? Oh, that was actually from um, I fucking meant to set an alarm for 6 a.m. this morning, and I set it for 6 p.m., <laughs> no. and apparently never turned it off. So,
0: <laughs> um, But yeah, so I, I just... Oh, and also, it is just interesting that when Shrek released, mm-hmm. the World Trade Center did exist still. <laughs>
1: That's really weird to it's think weird about. It's weird to think about,
0: huh? Yeah. The people who went and saw the movie Shrek in theaters yeah. didn't know.
1: Lived in a world where there was still a World Trade Center. Yeah,
0: which I mean, like, we did too, obviously. But, like, uh, but, yeah, like, they didn't know that just months later yeah. the World Trade Center would be gone.
1: Life as they knew it would change forever. Pretty
0: much. Yeah, truly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> not even pretty much actually yeah that's a very good point
1: little did they know that like the creation of the nsa was about to happen
0: yeah (laughs) to be uh to be a uh you know a blissful four-year-old seeing shrek in the movie theaters Uh, or the parent of a blissful four-year-old seeing shrek in the movie theaters in april april 22nd 2001
1: not knowing (laughs) that every single move that you make was about to be Mm -hmm. monitored by the american government
0: True, true. I'm also going to, I'm for sure going to start judging time by like where it is in relation to like sh- when Shrek released. Yeah. Like.
1: AS or A.
0: Exactly. yeah BS. Yeah. S- <laughs> BS, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're talking about like the Russian revolution in like 1912 and I'm like, oh shit, that's a uh, 89 years before <laughs> Shrek released.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh good Uh, shrek oh shrek i don't i hope that math i that was fast math i don't know i
1: i believe you i would never question (laughs) you could have said 11 years i'd be like yeah (laughs)
0: yeah probably (laughs) (laughs) uh what a time um but yeah we're uh this is remarks
1: (laughs) hey um sorry about we didn't release this episode yesterday because i was busy
0: You were doing gay shit.
1: I was doing gay shit.
0: Yeah, we were all doing gay shit. It was really nice. It was was lovely. I had a good time. I had fun, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Try some gay stuff today.
0: (laughs) I was listening to uh, Behind the Bastards, their most recent episode that dropped today. And uh, Robert in the beginning asked the guest, he's like, uh, "Are you are you are you having a good day?" And the, the guest was like, "Oh, absolutely not. Never having in 21 <laughs> absolutely years. Absolutely <laughs> not." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, same."
1: <laughs> Especially if you're on that show, your oh, day is yeah. about to it's get about way to get worse.
0: Ruined, yeah. Which, uh, you know, hopefully that's how ours works too.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that's really what you're here for. Yeah, 99% of the time.
0: Because that is 99% yeah. of the time what we do. It's yeah. a rare
1: that we have an uplifting mm-hmm. episode. This one's maybe sort of. Yeah. Like this, these last two, this one and mm-hmm. the one right before. I'd
0: say that they're semi-uplifting in like theory, you know? Yeah. Maybe not It's like seen to the oh end. Okay, hey, like
1: fascist di- dictators existed. So that's why like these anti-fascist mm-hmm. groups had mm-hmm. to exist. But hey, the anti-fascist groups existed. So that's cool. That's you guys. cool. That's Hey, nice. hey yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want uplifting content, you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon. I was just about to say that. Oh, well, you say it too. I don't want okay, to that. Okay. Hey,
1: from um, if you guys want episodes that will make you have a good day. <clears throat> Uh, subscribe to our Patreon and find some funny, uplifting content on there. True, we are except for kind of that one where we read that magazine. That was like a little bit not quite as uplifting. It was, but it was funny. It was still funny. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was like less uplifting for sure, but like it was funny, and I feel like yeah, with the hindsight of that, like being the eighties, like true, it made it. More funny and like True. you can feel okay about laughing because we laughed at it and yeah. we're bisexual. So I feel like you exactly. get a pass. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon to find out what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but yeah, so my name is Taylor. Oh
1: shit, we haven't even done that for ah, yet. That's all right. Hi, I'm Phoebe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh yeah, as I said before, this is the the pod. The pod. The cat. You're telling me a pod casted this? <laughs>
1: And it's called Remarks
0: It's called Remarks um, Should I uh, take it away oh, since I yeah. started last time? Oh take it away time? now Word uh, Alright, well, again, I'm talking about the Spanish Civil War Last week we had gotten up to right when the war was starting Like we had mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. set the stage Spain kind of fucked up at this time Lots of shit going on yeah. uh, Power back and forth And uh, yeah, so we're going to jump into it Hit it Picking up where we left off, uh, General Emilio Mola would emerge as the leader of the National Conspiracy Network, working to overthrow the Republic. So we're a little bit before the war, just doing a little Mm -hmm. recap here. Mm -hmm. The Republican government had removed Francisco Franco along with a slew of other suspect generals who they felt had sympathies with the conservative government, the Catholic Church, or the monarchy. Franco was sent to command the Canary Islands off of the coast of Africa. Mola himself would be relocated to the Republic, uh, by the Republic, my apologies, to head the African army under Spain's rule at the time. So just areas in Africa that Spain controlled. Mm -hmm. Because imperialism.
1: Oh, yeah, of course.
0: Mola's original vision was more of a Republican regime than like a fascist dictatorship, He wanted the military to control everything for a short time and reform a bunch of shit to help give back the land to landowners and whatnot. He even originally wanted to keep the separation of church and state. This would not happen as the military would continually defer to the church more and more Mm -hmm. over the course of the war. And I think that that's one thing that like isn't uh, necessarily emphasized as much as like this was a lot like a large portion of this was very like Catholic church fueled. Mm Mm-hmm and maybe not even necessarily like the official stance of the church but like the catholic you know god-fearing spanish catholics yeah. <laughs> that were on the conservative end were very much like the republic's trying to secularize and turn all of the kids gay you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it
1: sounds like um modern republic yeah sounds like america true
0: true but uh the republic is the Republicans I guess. I, I kind of don't call them that for confusion's sake, but ah, fair enough. they are like the liberals at this time because you know.
1: Right, yeah. The yeah. Switcheroo. Mhm.
0: Good old Switcheroony. And just everything's backwards in America. Like red is like the conservative side and blue yeah, is right. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Dumb. Uh once the attack took place, the Republican leader was re- the Republican leader who was there was replaced by Jose Guerrero, who distributed weapons among civilians. Uh, This helped the Republic defeat the military in the main industrial centers, which kept the Republic from losing the war in a matter of weeks, because the attack was kind of out of nowhere. It was said the speed of action taken by civilians and the militias in a town would decide its fate, whether it would fall to the nationalist coup or wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Uh, Madrid, Barcelona, and Valencia are a few examples of ones that they were able to fight back on. The Republic allowed anarchists to take control of Barcelona and parts of Catalonia, (gasps) and the anarchists got to work defending themselves and cooperatively governing these areas. Fuck yeah. Yeah, which is kind of sick,
1: actually. kind of tight (laughs) of them.
0: And again, this is all still, like, obviously everybody's fighting as, like, the popular front, so it's... They're kind of in survival mode at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like let's not fight. We gotta hey. not lose these cities to the fucking nationalist coup that's happening. Yeah. Um. In the beginning, it was not a cut and dry who would end up being victorious. Uh, if the Republic had armed more workers, there was a possibility that the militias could have held their own. And uh, the coup. At- and if the coup attempt had been more organized, it's possible that they would have been able to surprise attack the Republic more effectively. The rebels took to calling themselves Nacionales, I think is how you say it, which mm-hmm. translates to nationalists or true Spaniards, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, is uh, never been <laughs> used in a negative way ever before, no, no, no. <laughs> especially with like if you put like a like a like a beige type color before it, mm-hmm. like it might might be like kind of a racist mm-hmm, thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. Some
1: kind of light-toned... <laughs>
0: light-toned uh, hue, if you will. <laughs> uh, the Nationalists had about 60,000 soldiers, along with 35,000 African soldiers at the beginning of the war. But it's worth noting that not every part of the military joined with the Nationalist forces. About half of the military stayed loyal to the government and would fight against the other half of the military trying to overthrow it. So, you know, and I I feel like that's not too uncommon. Like, there, I'm sure there were, like, military people that were like, yeah, I might not, like, love the government, but I'm also not going to stage a coup right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, even if you weren't, like, necessarily stoked on the changes, which... And there might have been military people who were stoked on the changes. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't speak for a whole military. (laughs) Why don't you? Maybe I should. Maybe... (laughs) Am I the speaker of the Spanish military in 1936? <laughs> you are. True. God uh, showed me a vision. Yeah. And that's how I know.
1: And you were like, hold on. I'm, uh, Bill Murray is speaking through me. Or whatever. <laughs> Who was it?
0: <laughs> Bill Murray?
1: From uh, The Love Has Won. Oh. Was it Bill Murray or something like that? No, Robin Williams.
0: Robin Williams, Robin yeah. Williams. I am going to say, I don't think Bill Murray is dead He's yet. now dead. I forgot. <laughs> but like, thank God. True. Bill Murray is a gem. Ghostbusters, fucking absolutely classic.
1: Fabulous. Have you seen the new Ghostbusters? By the way, completely off topic,
0: but uh, the one with all the women or the
1: the newest, uh, like newest the, one with like the little girl.
0: Oh no, no, I it's haven't. So good. Oh, is it? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh,
1: it's awesome. It's so cute. You Fuck gotta yeah. see. You gotta. I go will see watch it.
0: it. The one that had Melissa McCarthy in it wasn't very good. Yeah, and I know that like. It's, there was, like, no, a stink about... No, you're yeah. allowed to say it. Yeah, Listen, like, it's not because like, it's not they're because, women. <laughs>
1: yeah, it doesn't mean you're not a feminist. It just means it's a, not a fucking good <laughs> it, movie. The
0: editing was awful. Yeah, it. And it also, shit. Melissa sorry. McCarthy just isn't very funny. No, like,
1: <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Melissa, but it's true. There's, there's just, She's not.
0: Yeah, there's people that are way... Fu- there's women out there that are way funnier. Way funnier. And also, isn't she, like, weird anti-vaxy, too?
1: Is she? I don't know. I think
0: she is, uh, which is unfortunate, uh-huh. but...
1: So many we, uh, we've lost so many good bl- soldiers. <laughs>
0: you know who else lost a lot of good soldiers? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Republic. What a segue! That was great. <laughs> um, as in most wars, the nationalist side said that they, they were. And as in most wars, the nationalist side said that they were fighting against a, the secular communist influence that had plagued its good Christian <laughs> yeah. society. Yeah,
1: as they do. <laughs> as, as they, they do. do.
0: And the Republic said that it was a war between freedom and tyranny. Because, you know, like, I guess if you're if we're going by, like, the rules, the Republic was the correct government. Like, they were the government. And yeah. They, so, like, they were like, oh, well, we won the election. It's us, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, uh, and, I, and again, it's like if you're going by the rules because obviously sure, like yeah. the elections are the communists uh, and the socialists as well as the anarchists both tried to throw like <laughs> overthrows of the government themselves so it's like whatever but um as i've said before uh one man's terrorist is another one's freedom fighter so it's like <laughs> oh good it's it's like you know every, every faction is gonna think that like what they're doing is like again like the freedom fighting exactly. or defending whatever. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. So you can't like judge a conflict by what like they're saying, the opposing sides. Yeah. It's, you gotta, you gotta kind of look at what they're doing, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, look at like the, I don't know, like anti lockdown people who were like, mm-hmm. this is slavery. And you're like, yeah. baby,
0: <laughs> like not really, No, <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> but like the, w- ha- the way they see it, you know, Yeah,
0: they think that they, yeah, they think they're fighting for freedom, mm-hmm. but yeah, Uh, But the nationalists wanted to continue an oppressive capitalist system that was starving peasants and wanted the military to take control of the government, whereas the republic was trying to bring secular secularism and land equality with representation legislation. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Obviously, the republic wasn't perfect, but, uh, you know, I don't think that it's like a hard... Like, if you look at them, you're like, it's no, not those... hard to know who's the asshole. Like,
1: <laughs> those peasants deserve to starve. Those True. peasants, they just, they just, <laughs> they always want food. And They're fucking... always wanting to not die of starvation.
0: Wow. Yeah. Like, why don't you grow up and uh, yeah. get rich?
1: Why don't you starve yourself some bitches? <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: that is what I've always said to peasants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so communist and socialist supporters uh or sorry communists and socialists supported the republic and the anarchists while part of the popular front were very unified on like not supporting the government because obviously i mean, you're yeah. not going to be <laughs> juiced on governments so like uh you know outside of the general cooperation and fighting the war they were pretty vocal about being like hey we don't like you still <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh you know and, and i think that that's like it's kind of like one of those things cuz I feel like communists get this way too when like you know there's something happens and especially like with this war particularly they're like oh well now we have to like do all these things and set up this new government and we have to yeah. like make all these changes and I feel like the anarchists have that same thing too where they're like I know we're fighting this war but I just want everybody to know <laughs> that I still fucking hate I don't the, like government. the government I still don't Kay. want it I I think it's dumb <laughs> and stupid <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's
0: just like, chill, y'all.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> we can kind of figure this out yeah, later. Yeah, when you're
0: not fighting a fascist army. Yeah,
1: when you're not, like, literally in the exact middle of it.
0: Exactly, yeah. Um, As you may be aware, the Spanish Civil War saw an extreme amount of volunteers coming from other nations on both sides of the conflict. The Nationalists received about 100,000 soldiers in support, and the Republic, about 120,000. The only two open supporters of the republic, on an international level, were of course the USSR and mm-hmm. Mexico. <laughs> mm-hmm. Weirdly, weirdly enough, yeah, yeah. The, like no other countries. Like other countries, like obviously, like sent aid, kind of like low key if they did, or like yeah. we'll find out here. Like people in the countries would go and support, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But the only two open supporters of the republic were the USSR and
1: Mexico. Mexico.
0: Yeah, weird, huh? <laughs> huh.
1: Um, yeah, a little foreshadowing to my part of this Whoa. story. Perhaps Perhaps the Arditi del Popolo had a little something to do with the Spanish Civil War. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, like, maybe it makes more sense... Uh, because of Spain's influence on Mexico, you know.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah,
0: and that would that would make sense. I kind of didn't actually think about that until just now, <laughs> because it, when I read that, I was like, "That's so weird." <laughs> yeah, well,
1: because they're like, because Spain conquered yeah Mexico, which I mean, that does kind of surprise me a little bit because I feel like they would be yeah. like, "Fucking, this is your own problem." But know. maybe they're kind of seeing it from the point of view of like, "Oh shit, like this is kind of what we went through." Yeah, Let's help out or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't fucking know, me neither.
0: That would but- be a. Yeah, that'd be something uh, interesting to learn more about. Sure would be. Maybe I'll look it up and give you a little uh, update next time. Book report. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because there was no open support from the USA or Britain or anyone else, uh, (laughs) the International Brigade was formed in the final months of 1936 to send soldiers to support the Republic... Uh, around this time, the nationalists received report fr- support from Germany and Italy because, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because that. Why would that? They're fascists. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they. That's what they do.
1: Yeah, that's their favorite thing. Uh,
0: you know, um, throughout 1936, a lot of the nationalist leaders died. Uh, like, like, kind of a lot of them. Like a weird <laughs> amount of them. <laughs> uh some from battle i'm sure but emilio mola the kind of the guy we talked Mm -hmm. at the beginning who like made the plan to do the coup uh he died in a plane crash in june of 1937 uh should which left the only person left to kind of be leader or kind of the only like high ranking one Mm -hmm. uh as francisco franco and the leader of the nationalists uh he became the leader of the nationalist rebellion Franco was a devout Catholic and a monarchist who did not approve of the removal of the king's power back in 1931. And uh what is a dictator but a 20th century king basically?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and especially like if we're talking like old, you know, like middle age kings, yeah. like where middle ages kings, not like kings <laughs> in, who are middle aged. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 40, if you made it to 40 back then, you weren't doing well, but (laughs) uh, but yeah, like, uh, you know, they were obviously like kings who had absolute power over everything, like what they said. Yeah, right. Right. And then again, more into this time, I think we had talked about it last week, but like it was pretty common to see like prime ministers and nobles like kind Mm -hmm. of take the position where like the king is just like a figurehead or a symbol. Totally. But yeah, like that's, you know. The he was the dictator. He was the king, basically. And yeah. He wanted the king to have all the power, um, because people are fucking insane.
1: People are crazy.
0: But you know what isn't actually crazy or insane, and doesn't want there to be an absolute monarchy?
1: Absolutely not. They don't. It, it's <laughs> um, it's uh, it's it's Anchor distributing app.
0: <laughs> it's Anchor.
1: Our our ad.
0: That our we, our that one we ad anchor get us some fucking anchor, more ads finger
1: guns to the mic yeah by the way bringing that bringing that bit back oh, finger, finger guns, guns to the, the mic. mic
0: yeah for sure
1: where's our next ad
0: i want a new ad i'm <laughs> sick of hearing the ad that i mean we should re-record the anchor ad because we we've should. had it for a long time just for
1: frenzies yeah I be mean, a little more silly and goofy about
0: yeah, it yeah we did record it like our second episode that's so. true
1: <laughs> and my voice was all like messed up
0: i mean yeah I don't think it was that bad. But.
1: I sound all horse. Che- listen, uh, check it out, listeners, uh, when the ad rolls in a second here. Yeah, see how it sounds. <laughs> see if my voice is sounding horse. Maybe it's sounding horse today. Maybe I just am horse. <laughs> am I a horse? You are. <laughs> You're a horse. <laughs> What's happening?
0: That's actually, uh, yeah, that's the big podcast reveal. Actually. I
1: You've never seen a picture of me. Phoebe's been out. a
0: horse the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, the moment it's a revealed, you just, like, start neighing. Like, you don't actually talk anymore. <laughs> the rest anymore. of the podcast yeah. is just me
1: <laughs> actually being a horse.
0: Uh, beautiful. Anyway.
1: And... Uh,
0: so, we're back. We're talking about how college is a fucking sham. True. Um, yeah. Yeah. But also, if you have ever written a master's dissertation, uh,
1: good for you. Congratulations. That's insane. Yeah, no, literally, that's unhinged.
0: True. I'm like, I like sweat about writing like a three page, literally, <laughs> article every week. And granted, we do a lot of work for the podcast. We, we do. gotta like research and then write the article. Like, there's like a lot that goes into it. But yes. But like, you know, that's just a, it's just, and I mean, and I get why people who go to college are like, yeah, this is. All I do,
1: yeah. Like this fucking kind of blows yeah. a little bit.
0: And uh, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't be me. I dropped out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I never even went. So. Yeah, it's lit. What was I? Oh my gosh. <laughs> me and Daniel were watching Cheer last night, mm-hmm. and um, there was like something. Spoiler alert, by the way. If anybody doesn't want spoilers for the second season, there was something where like one of the people kind of got kicked off because he had like people some of the athletes like drinking at his house and I was like mm-hmm. what's the big fucking deal and dinner was like they're underage and I was like <laughs> wait how fucking old are you in college and he's like 18 I was like uh, what are you kidding me <laughs> yeah i i just like forget because i didn't go, didn't yeah, go yeah. so i forget how young college people are it is weird it, at yeah. like i guess when you start anyway
2: yeah
0: like eventually i guess you'll I don't know, like your last year you can drink yeah but like also college is you're like college is known for underage drinking I know, which like, i was kind of like, like
1: that's a little extra like yeah i get why like he got in trouble about it but it's also like okay
0: like these Come college ke- yeah like my dad told me when he was on a dry campus when he went to college so you couldn't have alcohol on the campus mm-hmm. he said he had a he had a keg <laughs> that he'd refill for parties like every weekend and he put a blanket over it and a piece of board on top, and it was like a table until they needed to use the keg again. That's so funny. And I was like, that's the most insane shit I've ever heard in my entire life, Dad. <laughs> my dad, sometimes like, my dad's hilarious, uh, but sometimes he'll just like drop like this crazy thing he yeah. did when he was like a kid. He's like- Oh,
2: yes. Yeah, so, yeah, one time yeah.
0: at this college party- I beer bonked 14 beers straight <laughs> and i'm like are you how are you not dead you dad okay?
1: <laughs> no <laughs> literally like, same yeah. <laughs> like yeah my dad will just like drop these like asinine stories and you're like uh what
0: <laughs> excuse me
1: i do have a funny college story about my dad though so he went to speaking of like dry campuses yeah. he went to a christian college beautiful and high <laughs> house and um it was like spring break or like summer break mm-hmm. so like pretty much everybody's gone And like the night before, I think he like went to some party or something, Mm -hmm. came back to the dorm, super drunk, doesn't really know what happened, passed out, wakes up the next morning, there's someone's like knocking on the door and he's like, what the fuck? And then the door like opens and it's this like young dude, like really young kid. He's like the RA or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My dad had like vomited all over.
0: Oh, no. And
1: this kid's like, uh, so I'm just coming in to check mattresses is your mattress okay my dad goes yeah kid goes all right (laughs) closes the door (laughs) leaves
0: (laughs) oh yeah i would not want to i would i would not want to be in there honestly yeah i feel like having a sick ra would be like the make or break it right oh yeah living on like a on a campus
1: especially like a christian campus oh yeah
0: oh yeah because it's like
1: obviously you're drunk like that's drunk vomit it's not he doesn't have a fucking stomach flu
0: yeah, and like. But he knew what was up. When you have a stomach flu, you don't vomit everywhere and like then you, pass out. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's not how it works. Mm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we should probably. Anyway, back yeah.
1: It. Sorry, guys. Oh, uh, it's uh, they love it. They do. You you, you, you know what? You're filthy here animals. animals. For. You, you love it. You sick little bitches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So with the surge of volunteers on both sides of the battle, uh, I know it won't shock you to know that uh, many prominent authors. Would write and Yay. fight alongside the Republic. This includes the likes of, of course, George Orwell, yeah, author, oh, fucking boy, mm, author of 1984 and Homage to Catalonia, yes, which is about his time fighting and throwing grenades at fascists.
1: Beautiful. Which, according to um Ben Shapiro, 1984 is actually like a book about true fucking like why capitalism is great or whatever
0: (laughs) yeah it is it's it's a book about how the left it's a book about communism yeah Yeah. um and i and i I mean i'm glad that ben shir pointed that out because i was uh very mistaken and i'm glad that i could correct my ways and know that yeah 1984 is actually about communism communism which is the side even though that's the side that george orwell fought for in this war yes um it's actually because ben shapiro said so it was about communism being ben
1: shapiro's word is law
0: that is what i've heard yeah yeah oh god (laughs) who else we
1: got on this all-star list uh
0: simone Weil, a prominent french activist philosopher and mystic was there uh arthur coastler Koestler, a British Jewish author and journalist. Mm-hmm. Ernest Hemingway, no for whom it. the bell tolls, and Old Man at the Sea. Yeah,
2: Didn't know that
0: he was more of a journalist over there, like a conflict mm, journalist. Sure. But uh yeah, he was there. That's right. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. like a a lot of them. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. And finally, one of my personal favorites, Emma Goldman, mm-hmm. who actually have a book of anarchist essays downstairs
1: <laughs> let's go get it yeah <laughs>
0: cancel the podcast we're just reading we're gonna go read <laughs> just reading emma goldman um god yeah.
1: that's so fucking sick
0: yeah it's tight huh it's so tight <laughs> just a bunch of fucking like in- i guess like intellectuals i don't know maybe yeah. They weren't that- yeah i don't feel like ernest hemingway was like that intellectually <laughs> just like wrote a bunch of stories and maybe maybe I just don't like Ernest Hemingway <laughs> that much, but, like, his books. But I'm sure he was... Actually, I've heard he was kind of an asshole, so I don't know. <laughs> like, I have heard that he was oh had like, man. a drinking problem and was, oh, like, an asshole.
1: massive drinking <laughs> problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, did he. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah,
0: so I don't know. But I'm like, sure. But, like, so does
1: every single fucking author back in True. the day. True, so I mean... Like, that's, like, you couldn't be an author if you didn't yeah. have, like, like debilitating alcoholism mm-hmm.
0: honestly kind of the same these days too <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's yeah. uh that is Cause like yeah i don't know
1: being uh-huh. a writer is not easy it's, so
0: yeah and honestly like when like you are like when you like thing is just like sitting down and writing like yeah. it's so easy to just be like i'm gonna throw back oh totally fucking eight beers Ten right scotches. now yeah <laughs> like <laughs> just because i can you know exactly <clears throat> um on the other side, a strange fact I found is that the CEO of the fuel company you may have heard of, Texaco. You know Texaco's.
1: I do know Texaco.
0: <laughs> was uh, kind of a huge Hitler fanboy. <laughs> he like he oh, ran no. the Hitler Stan Twitter account. is basically <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> and he would actually give discounted oil to Franco throughout the war, wow. which was illegal to do. Wow. Because uh, you know Franco was. Doing a coup on a yeah. internationally yeah. established government. He
1: was, yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So true,
1: <laughs> so so true, yeah, Um
0: uh,
1: Texaco is in like Texaco that we know and love today. Yeah, or, yeah. well, not maybe not anymore. Love, <laughs> but
0: and they did get it like adopted into I think Chevron. Chevron, I think it is. Yeah, yeah now, but so still, it, but like back when it was like its own company. God yeah. damn. God uh, damn. He also used his power to help spy on Republic battle plans, so he'd like send in spies and mm. stuff. So next time uh, you see a Texaco, remember to
1: swerve the other way.
0: Swerve the other way. Swerve into it, maybe.
1: Yeah, that too. Yeah, uh,
0: but don't hurt yourself. Yeah. That would be mad. Yeah,
1: maybe go to Shell instead. Yeah, and hit Sev it.
0: Pretty sure that uh, no other fuel company has ever done anything bad ever. <laughs> Not at so. all. No, notoriously,
1: <laughs> like they're actually really nice and awesome. Yeah, and nice. We like do good stuff. Cool guys. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Once again, it's like. So much shit is Nazi shit.
0: Oh, yeah, like, so much. If, if you
1: trace anything back far enough, Nazis. Mm-hmm. Every time.
0: <laughs> well, and I just think it like unveils like this weird curtain of like Nazis being like really bad because it's like if you were a conservative in the late mm-hmm. 1800s to early 1900s, there's a good chance you supported the Nazi party <laughs> yeah, like straight up. Again, that's just like what And honestly, there's a big portion of like, uh, again, American conservative CEOs back Mm -hmm. then that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wanted that for America. (laughs) Like straight up. So, uh, yeah, it's just it just kind of, again, makes this like it reveals how fascist America actually is.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Um, Anyway. So uh, obviously, throughout this time, there were battles and atrocities committed by both sides Um you know it was like a point in like the research to say like the republic also executed people
1: right which
0: again it's war like i know there's like i think i've said this before but i feel like the concept of like rules of war yeah is dumb because again whoever wins the war gets to just like make exactly the history of what happened right like exactly the only reason we know about this so much is it was so well documented from Mm -hmm. all the fucking writers that were there (laughs) uh but yeah so like there is atrocities on both sides uh as it said um this of course isn't a military history podcast so i don't really want to talk about the nitty-gritty of the specific battles yeah um you can look that kind of stuff up on your own
1: (laughs) (laughs) on google
0: on google you have a phone probably (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what i guess you'd be listening to this on a computer but
1: true it seems like kind of a public library if you needed to
0: true true yeah, your government-funded socialist public library? <laughs> <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Socialists and anarchists saw this war as a step in the revolution, whereas liberals were kind of just trying to protect the government. Um, the former of the groups began to collectivize industry and make social changes. Aside from the bloody horrific war that was happening all around <laughs> them, uh, it's hard not to believe that Catalonia had become... Deter- had been turned into a true collaboration of commies and anarchos coming together absolutely to fight the class war and the war against fascism
2: <sighs>
0: i know along with socializing industry and taking back and cultivating land abortion was also made legal by the spanish socialist party yeah Workers that's party, so fucking tight which is insane yeah and uh the popular front fought side by side with approximately 90 black americans who had come to help aid in the war effort this is a quote from uh canute frankson i think is how you say the first name canute oh. frankson who joined in 1937 and was a chief mechanic at the international brigade headquarters in albacet spain uh oh i have to pull up the quote so stall for a second Ooh,
1: um hey guys i really <laughs> love quotes if there's one thing i love <laughs> it's quotes
0: uh i should have uh gotten this but you know
1: it's fine um well, what I love to do on my days off is listen to a fine podcast known as Remarks Podcast. <laughs> and if that's what you're doing right now, thank you for viewers like you. Thank you, <laughs> not stealing PBS's thing.
0: I think uh, I think it was that was beautiful. Thank you. I think that's beautiful.
1: <laughs> I think that's beautiful.
0: Okay. <clears throat> Hit and us. This is uh, Frankson. Dad. So, this is kind of in the middle of one, but he says, because we are no longer an isolated minority group fighting hopelessly against an immense giant, because my dear we have joined with and become an active part of a great progressive force on whose shoulders rests the responsibility of saving human human civilization from the planned destruction of a small group of degenerate gone mad in their lust for power. Because if we crush fascism, we will if we crush fascism here we'll save our people in America and in other parts of the world from a vicious persecution, wholesale imprisonment, imprisonment and slaughter, which the Jewish people have suffered and are suffering under Hitler's fascist heels. All we have to do is think of the lynching of our people. We can, but look back at these pages of American history, stained with the blood of, and it's like the, I don't want to say it, but it's the N word, but like the proper form. Mm -hmm, I don't know. mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Stink with the burning bodies of our people hanging from trees bitter with the groans of our tortured loved ones from mm-hmm. whose living bodies ears fingers toes have been cut for souvenirs living bodies into which red hot pokers have been thrust all because of a hate created in the minds of men and women by their masters who kept us all under their heels while they s- suck our blood while they live in their bed of ease of ease by exploiting us snaps <laughs> woof sorry I wasn't like I, I, it sounded like I was about to cry I wasn't I was just like trying to read as like properly as I could
1: <laughs> I was about to cry
0: yeah no that was that it was a very powerful quote yeah there like yeah but yeah so I mean and that was the thing is like you know Frankson uh he was a chief mechanic like he was holding like mm. a high position like it wasn't like I, and again I mean it's not surprising because again in a lot of leftist circles race isn't something that divides people it's class right. you know so mm-hmm. these you know and these there were black people there that probably held positions higher than they would ever hold back in america yeah right. which is kind of crazy i don't yeah.
1: know yeah yeah well and i mean he speaks truth it's <clears throat> like every everybody's struggles are connected mm-hmm.
0: yeah because i you know and and whether it's again like the persecution of black people in america mm-hmm. versus the jews in europe mm-hmm. like it's and even back then, you know, I, there wasn't, they didn't know the exact atrocities that would be committed by Hitler, but everybody knew, like, Hitler's going to fuck up the Jews, like. Oh, yeah. So even oh, in yeah. 1937 or whatever that was, like, they knew it was going to be fucked. Yep. Pretty whack.
1: Whack, indeed.
0: <laughs> um, well, so moving on here. Being that the Nationalists were an anti-communist, pro-clergy, and pro-conservative capitalist insurgency group, I couldn't find any explicit acts of racism. But I think it's safe to assume that they probably were, you know? <laughs> would, yeah. Like, I, I I don't think it's a stretch. <laughs> no, no. Uh, by 1938, the Republic had about 80,000 volunteers, and the Nationalists had gained about 800 and— or, sorry, did I say 80. 800,000 volunteers. Mm -hmm. The nationalists had gained about 880,000 in volunteers. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: In December of 1938, they pushed on to Catalonia, forcing the Popular Front to move north towards France. So they just started winning battles and whatnot. There's a few different accounts of how the Republic was doing. Some say that the infighting between the communists and the anarchists and the non-Stalin supporting Marxists (sighs) led to the lack of discipline and the lack of organization, which was the downfall of the Republic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Others say that the defeat was on the horizon anyway, so it wasn't necessarily because of the fighting. Right. Whether or not it was the cause, uh, the infighting was the cause, um, it definitely didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, against the quickly approaching nationalist forces that were united under Francisco Franco. Mm-hmm. So. Again, you know, classic fucking leftist infighting. Yeah, being fucking yeah. stupid.
1: As we do, as we fucking do.
0: <laughs> On uh, March 5th of 1938, the Republican government fled to France, and by March 28th, all of the Republican armies began to disband.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Franco quickly revised. Uh, yeah, Franco quick, quickly revised much progress that the Republic had made, and in, in legalizing uh, abortion as well as created a secret police to eliminate political dissent, barred labor unions, and promoted economic self-sufficiency policies. Uh, also, illegalized any religion besides Catholicism.
1: <laughs> so, oh you know,
0: God. real good guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Franco passively supported Hitler in World War II, but it was not uh, like, I mean, you know, he had just fought this giant civil war. He wasn't really in a good place to provide support. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know again, that's kind of tells you all you need to know he was a big hitler's he was a passive Hitler supporter, <laughs> and uh that is the story of the spanish Civil War, the time Damn. anarchists and communists argued themselves <laughs> into losing a war uh we should not we should not let that happen again <laughs> yeah.
1: take take note from that, everyone, and uh move forward in a way that's mm-hmm. different perhaps
0: true, and I don't know like. It's a little you know it's hard because I think that anarchism isn't quite as popular as it used to be, mainly mm-hmm. because like you know people aren't really as rural or like working the land like they used to yeah. you know so I think that like you see a lot more communist and socialist movements nowadays but right but I definitely think that like because there was also fighting between like you know Soviet Russia like pro-Stalin Moscow-line communists and, like, mm-hmm. non-Stalin uh. supporting Marxists and stuff. So even if, like, you take the anarchists out of the, the equation, like, there was a lot of fighting oh, going yeah. on between all of them. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Yeah. They do. They yeah. do do that.
0: It's uh, kind of a bummer. It kind is. Of a, kind of a lame <laughs> time.
1: <laughs> kind of a stupid.
0: <laughs> stupid. Stupid. stupid um let's uh let's do a little ad dizzy brizzlers a dizzy brizzlers really quick who
1: need they adissiate
0: omg me <laughs> uh and then we'll come back and phoebe will take it away fuck yeah fuck let's yeah
1: let's do it uh Ad-s-
0: Alrighty, um, we're back. We are just as sexy as we were when we oh left. Oh my god! Don't you worry. If not more. Definitely more, actually.
1: I think every ad break, we get sexier. True. Just like with every episode.
0: Yeah. Something about like shilling products that really just like <laughs> gives you that that capitalist glow. Oof!
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Truly. Um, are y'all ready to hear about this Italian anti-fascist group?
0: I'm so ready. You
1: may remember from last week, called, the, I don't know why I'm doing this in dead intro, the Arditi del Popolo. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're gonna get into. We kind of talked about who they are and um, their really sick like insignia that they had, <laughs> and like why did they exist? Because of all of the fascism that was going on, mostly. Um, so what did they do? So the ADP who had been very successful at organizing and protecting groups on a small scale had several interactions where the power of an organized um, and passionate people truly showed. Uh, so for the most part, like they were um, small scale protection and like smaller smaller interactions, but they had some like large larger notable interactions so. Mm-hmm. On June 19th, 1921, the ADP infiltrated a meeting of Mussolini's fascists, holding them hostage. They held them for a day or so before the Royal... Sorry, I joked a little. Before <laughs> the Royal Guard, who was the official army for Italy in the 1920s, tried to end the attack. But the ADP was prepared and managed to force the Royal Guard to surrender. Um, which this is like a huge fucking deal. This was a huge victory for our boys... Not only had they interceded in a fascist planning meeting and held them hostage, but had also forced an actual army battalion to surrender. Um, A battle between these two groups went on for several days, with more and more police joining the fight alongside the fascists. Um, And then, eventually, the ADP had to retreat just due to the sheer size of the police force that ended up coming to this.
0: That's hardcore as fuck, Rally. They're
1: so fucking hardcore. It's Mm. so cool.
0: They're like oh god just being like bitch we
1: fucking bitch
0: <laughs> outgunned your police force. yeah like, like the shit. royal guard who yeah, was like insane. the
1: fucking like the literal army the lads yeah and they were like surrender and then they <laughs> did Wild. so fuck yeah fuck yeah um th- one of their other uh notable interactions in the city of sarzanza um it was actually members of just, like, people who lived in the city who had captured um, one of the fascist leaders, whose name was Renato Ticci. Um, and so... Uh, sorry, I just lost my place a little bit. Um, and so a squad part of the black shirts came to try and rescue this guy. And so then the ADP stepped in, um, and they were able to, like, defeat these guys. They forced them out and killed supposedly around 20 fascists, probably more. Um, And the leader said, quote, the squad, so long accustomed to defeating an enemy who nearly always ran away or offered feeble resistance, could not and did not know how to defend themselves. Um, So he's basically saying, like, the people who would usually try to fight against um, the fascists were never as prepared as the ADP was or wouldn't actually stand up to them. They would Mm. have a belief that they disagreed with what the fascists were doing but would never actually stand up to the fascists the way that the ADP did. Um, And because of this, the fascists weren't prepared to fight back against them like which it's like yeah i don't fucking get comfortable in yeah. your power guys
0: well and it's just like because it's just funny because not literally nothing has fucking changed because like i just feel that's the same fucking shit with like the proud boys like yeah they like have this tough talk or whatever but like when you fucking punch one of them in the face they don't know <laughs> what to do and they all run away because they're little fucking wimps dude exactly. like exactly they're, yeah, it's, it's. I don't know, again, fascists and really just the entire all right is just a bunch of like LARPing dudes who yeah. think they're super cool and then you actually like stand up to them and they're like, never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, dorky. And they're dorks. They're they fucking are. dorks. They are. They just think they're so cool with their mm-hmm. black shirts. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> nice black shirt, loser. Heard of colors.
1: You heard of colors? <laughs> <laughs> Um their biggest success uh was in Parma, Italy in August of 1922. Uh a group of about 350 ADP um who were led by veterans from World War 1, um Antonio Circi and Guido Picelli. Uh their <laughs> Picelli. There was a group of 20,000 fascists. Wow. Um who were, uh like, basically guarding this city, taking hold of this city, and just with the 350 ADP members, they defeated them and That's defended the city against them.
0: Insane. yeah. And again, just kind of goes to show how fucking yeah. fascists are dorks and they're whims, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, the passion of what the anti-fascists yeah. have is far greater than, like, your fucking... Mm-hmm. Stupid, stupidness.
0: Stupid larping (laughs) motherfucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's true, and and I think that's like, just the same with like the Spanish Civil War. It's like they were just militias that were fighting off this actual military, but yeah, you're fighting for your home,
1: right? Exactly. You're gonna
0: fight harder than you are if you're again some fucking kid who got a black shirt from Daddy Mussolini (laughs) and is now going to a city to bully some old people or whatever
1: exactly <laughs> because like i feel like a lot of the people who were part of like the this squadistry or part of like these anti or not anti-fascists these fascists like mm-hmm. militaries aren't they don't actually care that much about what they're fighting for yeah like they're just doing it because it's like, oh, this is, you know, where I am or this is what my parents believe or I'm in this class of person. Mm-hmm. And so that puts me here. Um, and I hate, you know, whatever race or whatever yeah. thing. But it's like you don't have the same passion that the people on the other side are fighting for, which is literally like their life and their rights and their home country. Yeah, so. truly.
0: And if you're on like the winning side of a battle – you're probably gonna fight a little bit less.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Because for these people, I mean, for the for the ADP and all of the other people that they're like protecting, for those townspeople that captured that mm-hmm. the the fascist leader, like they have literally nothing to lose because everything's like he's already, already, already in power. Yeah. yeah. Like it's There's
0: nothing else. <laughs> and
1: so, like, when you have nothing to lose, you you have everything to win. You know. Exactly. Like literally, and so you can with just 350 members defeat a 20,000 group of fascists.
0: Crazy. Yeah. It's insane.
1: Insane. Um, notable people who were in this group of 20,000 fascists. Roberto Farinacci, who uh, was, he would eventually join the Grand Council of Fascism. <laughs> so that's fun.
0: Is that an actual thing? Yeah. Oh my, that's the, it is. That's, that's, that's insane. I know. <laughs> I want to look up all the people on there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, And then Italo Balbo Who was like one of the main people Who organized the march on Rome Which was when Mussolini took Mm -hmm. power In Italy Um, Following this um, The ADP started They kind of had like an uptick in members And an uptick in like force Um, But then Very soon following that Is when some fucking fuck shit Went on uh, From the socialists so, right, so following Parma, um, ADP started getting more members, mm-hmm. they started having like an actual more of a movement, um, but the PSI, who was the Socialist Party in Italy at the time, um, they signed a pact of non-aggression with the fascists. What? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Weird.
1: Fucking, fucking Well, and I jerks. guess
0: I understand that like, yeah, like fascism was pretty new, but... Yeah, that's just this is a strange move.
1: <laughs> yeah, which they had been like basically previously teamed up with the ADP. Like the ADP was yeah. was all kinds of leftists. Yeah, like it was anarchists. the whole
0: popular front. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and so, yeah, it was like I don't know. It was kind of the same thing. The whole reason why the ADP formed was because they felt like the socialists were too complicit or like or really anyone any any of the other existing parties were too complicit Mm -hmm. so they joined forces with people from all of these other parties and was like let's fucking fuck some shit up
0: we need to be together Mm because we're not gonna do it like if we're all separate it's not gonna work
1: yeah and then yeah so then the PSI signs this pact with um with the fascists and so then anyone who was part of the PSI or was socialist at all who was part of the ADP had to withdraw. Um, and then that caused like quite a few other members of different yeah. organizations to then also leave the ADP. Weird, um,
0: y'all. weird, maybe, maybe a little, uh, maybe a little solidarity is like what yeah. we need and not being divided over dumb shit all the time. A little class solidarity yeah, in there. Can, can I get some class solidarity <laughs> people? Come on. <laughs> <You're> killing- <laughs> You're killing me, Kramer! You're killing me,
1: Kramer! Where's <laughs> the class, tale of solidarity? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so one of the union leaders, Mattiati, who was sort of formerly part of the ADP, mm-hmm. um, in a union paper that was going around at the time, he posted: "Stay at home. Do not respond to provocations. Even silence, even cowardice, are sometimes heroic." Basically, telling. Members of the Socialist Party, members of the union, like, don't get involved with what the ADP is doing with these fights. Weird. Yeah.
0: That's just... It's like, you know that, like, Mussolini hates unions, right? Like, he's gonna destroy all the... Like, you're putting... You're a union leader. I I don't... I I don't know. I don't get it, but whatever. (laughs) Like,
1: at the end of the day, he's not here for you either. No, definitely not.
0: And you're not gonna be, like, spared just because you, like, signed this treaty agreement because... You n- they never are like. Yep,
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then the communists went on to kind of betray the ADP as well. Come on, you guys. Uh, they pretty much like it's kind of weird. So they formed their own like class conscious squadrons. I don't know. Basically, they kind of tried to form like their own separate party from this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh. They they said that they felt like um, the ADP was kind of trying to create, like, this central power, which they literally weren't. Like, it was mm-hmm. quite the opposite. Um, anyway, and so then by that point, like, only 6,000 members of the ADP remained. And that's really when things kind of started to completely dissolve. Go down. Um, yeah. However, this is when, uh, like, I... I winked to earlier um, Members of the ADP Now who like Felt like what the fuck are we gonna do mm-hmm. A lot of them did go over to Spain And fight with yeah. The the popular front over there
0: It was kind of a losing battle in Italy So they were like let's exactly. go try to save Spain <laughs>
1: Exactly yeah like I have all of this yeah. Anarchist energy in me Um, And then My favorite little bit and just sort of the ending to the Mussolini story. Um, so, unfortunately, yeah, following all of this, pretty much the ADP ceased to exist at this point. Um, and I, as I was telling Taylor um, before the break or earlier, there's actually not a ton of information on the ADP. I got as much as I could, but they they didn't exist for very long. It was
2: 1918
1: to 1922. Oh, wow. um, so it was like, like... Mussolini at the height of his power that was really when they like developed and then it was like pretty quickly after that it was just like there, there was just too much mm-hmm. um, infighting per usual and then just the fascist powers were were way too strong um, but the ending of our Mussolini story uh, he was captured by um, the why did the name of the fucking allies that just like left my brain (laughs) um he was captured by the allies and killed by firing squad on april 28th 1945 um that's at least what is thought to be true there's actually like some conflicting stories but according that's like what's most commonly reported Mm -hmm. so kind of interesting um
0: well i mean it's like they like there are people who think that hitler is alive still like and it's like first of all no like because there's like weird conspiracy dudes who are like well russia the soviet union was the first ones to like get to where hitler was so like we don't know what russia did with (laughs) hitler and it's like i don't think that russia would have let hitler stay alive like and like what like snuck him into Russia yeah I don't know what are they gonna do yeah and and like yeah if you want to talk about Russia and America taking Nazi scientists sure they did that but like I don't think that of all the people I don't think that Hitler would have like survived the trial and whatnot because obviously that would yeah it just is a dumb (laughs) a dumb conspiracy theory I think and he'd be old as shit he'd for sure be dead oh yeah
1: I mean he's yeah if he was alive, he's not. He's, he's not there definitely anymore, not you guys. anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is he hanging out with? Fucking Tupac and Elvis and Elvis. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Come on, get real. <laughs> get real. So captured, shot by firing squad. Here's my favorite part of the story. All right. Um. So the body of Mussolini was taken into the center of the Piazzale Lortello. All right. I hope I said that right in Milan. Um, thrown into the center of the square for crowds to come and see and kick and spit on him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing! (laughs) Yeah,
1: absolutely insane.
0: That's uh, that's yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's how I want to (laughs) go.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, it gets worse. So this, so they. They throw his body into the center of the piazza. They let everybody basically do what they want to do to it, kick, spit, you know, whatever. And then they take his body, string it upside down from, like, the roof of this, like, gas station Hmm. or something at the time that was in the piazza. Um, And then he hung there next to, like, a bunch of other fascist assholes. Italy dudes. Yeah, Yeah, fascist Italy dudes.
0: Fucking fascist Italy dudes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And I hope...
0: Good... Good. Good. That's all. Yeah. yeah.
1: Honestly, good. Um, I hope that members of the ADP got to be there.
0: Oh, I'm sure they were. I don't know though, because Mussolini had a pretty good run throughout World War Two. That's true. Yeah, yeah, because that was
1: 45 by the time he was killed.
0: But also, like, I'm sure a lot of them maybe by that time had gone back to italy who knows because again a lot of them went to spain right mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Who kn- and they were there until spain fell in 1938 and then who knows what they did after that yeah
1: um, yeah
0: what a what a time to be a anti an anti-fascist like the night like 1930 to like 1945 mm-hmm. you really be fighting all the the fascist fights <laughs> there
1: was like yeah shit was uh, wow
0: I mean that was like yeah the fascist the revolution the time yeah. to
1: be a fascist really
0: mm-hmm. well and cause even like with you know Spain and Francisco Franco like after Hitler and Mussolini like fell and you know were killed or they were defeated mm-hmm. you know he was like thought to be like the last fascist nation mm-hmm. until you know whatever happened happened later on I didn't yeah. look that far ahead <laughs>
1: It <laughs> wasn't in my. Uh, it
0: was. It was not in my job description <laughs> for this week, y'all. Give me a break.
1: <laughs> I have things to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> you don't see shit like that anymore. You know, they don't. They don't throw the bodies of fascist dictators into the streets to sure, let yeah. to let the crowds of people do whatever they want to do to them you just don't, they just don't do it like they did yeah
0: anymore. back in the day they back don't in the day they don't humiliate dictators like they used to <laughs> i
1: think maybe bring it back
0: maybe bring maybe. back humiliating humiliating uh fascist dictators yeah. post death post-mortem
1: I, post-mortem yeah <laughs> i truly
0: that's like yeah i mean uh, you know i just if someone's a fascist like I, I don't even, I think the firing squad idea, like, with the atrocities, obviously, from, like, World War II, I, it's like, yeah, those are the kind of people that you don't even, like, give Hitler and Mussolini a trial. You just, you execute yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, you <laughs> there's don't, not, there's no question. Yeah, there's no question <laughs> on, like, how long should they serve in prison? It's, yeah, like, I, it's like, again, I feel like that's the kind of people that you just shoot, you, you just shoot them. yeah just
1: shoot them. <laughs> Yeah. Like
0: that level of atrocities, like you just shoot him. Mm-hmm, <laughs> There's mm-hmm. people who exist in the world now who we should just shoot. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, yeah. you know. I know that not naming names. <laughs> international politics is more difficult than that, but <laughs> 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 but like uh who's the dictator of Syria, like Al-Assar or something oh, is his name? Yes, yes, yes. He should be shot. You yeah, oh, should yeah. just shoot him. We yeah. Shoot He's him. a piece of shit. I <laughs> shoot
1: him. Um But, yeah, all of that being said, like, despite the disillusion of the ADP and also, I mean, Mm -hmm. much like what happened with the Spanish Revolution as well, it's like, still look at what happened. Like, with 350 people, they defeated a squad of 20,000 fascists. Like, hold on to those ideas and understand that, like, the power that we do have as people is can be overwhelming and it can be like powerful regardless of where regardless of the fact that they don't exist anymore what they did had impact and mm-hmm. what they did changed the course of things in a positive way so yeah yeah don't don't get discouraged by like the ending of these stories because like fascists are powerful <laughs> but so are we
0: oh yeah and it, as much as like we were joking about it earlier like there is something to be said for Class solidarity and like yeah. just solidarity of people, like mm-hmm. that shit is more powerful than like, like leaders don't want you to know how much power you have when exactly. you are in solidarity, exactly. Like
1: <laughs> and I feel like the thing is, is like, yeah, while we all fucking argue on Twitter and shit, like mm-hmm. when it comes down to the nitty gritty, like we're all out there, mm-hmm. like at that point, like when when shit's going down we're not arguing at the in the moment of like fucking whatever like shit shit i think seems a bit more bleak because we have so much access to everybody's stupid fucking thoughts exactly (laughs) (laughs) says me with a podcast but like at the end of the day like we we come together and let's keep doing that
0: yeah but i feel like we've made it a good point on the podcast too to not like bicker about like things that don't fucking matter you know exactly like, at the end of the day like i feel like we've always tried to make it a point that like the reason why we are doing this and like we do this like the podcast and have these beliefs is because we like care about people yeah and we want to see a better world period and it's not you know like i'm not gonna sit here and fucking argue with some communist about like which form of government's better when there's fascists yeah. taking things over exactly. and fucking up people's lives exactly. you know <laughs>
1: like yeah, I enjoy having those conversations, but it's like at the end of the day like no, I'm I'm here to try and defeat the evil yeah. powers that are killing all of us.
0: Yeah, make people's lives better.
1: Yeah, like yeah, that's why we're out here. Class solidarity, baby.
0: Yeah. Has a good Pete Seeger song called Solidarity Forever gets me stoked. Juice. Gets me juiced. You <laughs> should listen to it. Juiced
1: on communism. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out, you guys. Also, also
0: check out uh, our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> it's smooth at uh, Remarks Pod.
1: And check out our Instagram at Remarks Podcast. Also check out our TikTok of the same name mm-hmm. at Remarks Podcast.
0: We have. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts. So you could leave us a review.
1: You really could. You really should. You totally could and you could. should and should.
0: Ooh. Um, and then of course we would be remiss.
1: <laughs> we, didn't name we didn't
0: name our lovely, patrons. beautiful
1: patrons who subscribe to our Patreon, $5 a month, fucking bonus episodes. We're about to record one right now that I think is going to be really fucking funny. It's going to be fucking I'm feeling some some gigs. Mm-hmm.
0: And again, like up. I feel like the best time... The best time to watch a bonus episode would be right after a bummer episode. Absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah. Bonus
1: episode after a bummer episode. Exactly.
0: Because, yeah, then yeah. You, you just get a little uplift, upliftinator, you know? As <laughs> and they
1: by, say. by watch, you mean watch with the cockles of your ears.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, probably what I should have said. But <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, I kind of like know all our patrons, but I still feel the need to like pull them up on my phone just so I I'm, know. Like, don't get anything wrong See i don't know in yeah. front of
1: our eyeballs oh hey um, wait before we do this also yeah. taylor do you have a youtube channel people oh yeah subscribe
0: to? Uh, i do have a youtube channel it's called the lefty agenda it's uh, some good
1: shit yeah it's
0: a podcast for your eyes <laughs>
1: it is that one you can watch that
0: one you can watch yeah <laughs> uh i'm again slowly but surely working on a new video so that should be out and probably like a week or maybe two fuck yeah depends on when i figure finish it. yeah
1: if you're needing some little extra if you have maxed out all of your patreon listens and Mm -hmm. all of your listens to our regular podcast episodes go check out taylor's youtube channel also do that even if you haven't done all that anyway (laughs) because it's really (laughs) great thank you thank you Anyway,
0: anyway, uh, our patrons our patrons i'm gonna start top to bottom this time we got Ooh. andrew Vass. oh my god thank you love you we uh have enjoy dc
1: jameson cherry sexy boy
0: sexy blad uh emily doran our fave
1: yeah um and we got justin Vass, the boy wonder the boy wonder justin clef, Vass.
0: clef justin Vass. the boy chin wonder boy chin wonder Justin a superstar that is what we've always called him yeah oh always i've never called him anything else yeah well anyway thanks for listening
1: (laughs) (laughs) and uh love -love
2: you, you bye